Sophie, I know it's I know it's not October yet, but is it is it too early to celebrate spooky season yet? I mean, is celebrating spooky season not like a whole year round thing? Right? People are, <laughs> are arguing on the internet at the moment being like, you can't celebrate spooky season until October. But like, why has TK slash TJ Maxx, if you live in America, why have they put out Halloween stuff already? And why? excuse me, we celebrate Christmas for about six months. I know. I know. I normalize celebrating Halloween from August to October. Nice. I think it should carry on to probably a bit more like November. I feel like people get too festive too early. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a bit of an ick, mainly because I have trauma from Christmas and family stuff. So like, I'm kind of the problem. But I feel like November should be a time because the, the autumn leaves are still on the ground. They're still fresh. And as well, like I have the, my two playlists crossover. You've got Dragula. Okay. From Rob Zombie. And then it goes very quickly into... All I Want For Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey. And those are the two songs that save everything. Okay, okay. Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kay and Yasmin Suman. Hey, it's me. You've got the fresh hair, you've got a different coloured eyebrow. It's a whole thing. I know. I change my hair. I rarely change my hair these days, but I change my hair. Not because I don't love red. Red is my favourite colour. But... I rarely change my hair. You change your hair all the time. Oh my God, shut up. I rarely change the colour. I had red hair for like almost two years, but I just, I felt like I wasn't angry anymore and didn't, I didn't want to burn houses down. Red is such a villain era. Like if you have red hair, you scare me. Um, and I'm, I'm a retired hater now. Okay. Um, well... Let's start the episode. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I like. I don't want to insult you, so I'm just being really careful. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, because you'll call me ET again. I will never call you ET again. That is never happening again. But it was a compliment in my head. It was a compliment. Um, so, um, maybe that's the merch we should do, like ET covered in tattoos and being like. Yeah, cute, uh, we're working on merch at the moment, and we're kind of struggling <laughs> in what to do. So let us know what we should do. <laughs> um, so today's episode has been inspired by Paramore okay okay so you're like i'm listening i'm present so basically um hayley williams had to postpone some shows out in the u.s because she wasn't very well and one person responded and went metallica and iron maiden manage all of which are older than you love so the love makes me panic because that makes me think that's a british person um, but this person is basically saying that Metallica and Iron Maiden wouldn't cancel the show. And then someone else commented and said, Dave Grohl fell off stage and broke his leg, but carried on. And Haley responded and went, I have a lung infection, you soft shit, not a broken limb. One you can sing for two hours and the other you can't. But worry not, the shows weren't cancelled, merely postponed. Maybe you should come out to one like Dave Grohl did. <laughs> and then oh, like my best friend in Foo Fighters Dave Grohl <laughs> and then she screenshotted the one about someone saying Metallica and Iron Maiden manage all of the time and sh- she put it on Instagram and put over it um, going neither James nor Bruce are going to suck your dick for this love <laughs> I love that for her I'm glad she's clapping back because I feel like when you're a woman in the industry you have to be all nice and smiley and just gonna pretend you didn't say that but no get him Haley. 
Do you know what I feel about Haley? Is I think I've misjudged her. You have. You're a terrible person. Wait, you don't even know why. Hang on. You don't even know why. Go on. So I, I feel like over the years, I felt really abandoned by Haley Williams because she was such a big part of the scene. And I feel like she kind of separated herself from the scene a little bit more. Um, and it made me really sad because I felt a bit abandoned by her. But I'm seeing now how she gets more shit than anybody else. The only other person I'd probably compare her to would be maybe Black Veil Brides. Um, and she's had so much shit that I can understand why she's actually probably had enough of the alternative yeah, scene. Yeah, like Haley Williams had to deal with so much shit back in the day. Yeah. And now, like, I... I, I didn't would... know about that because we didn't talk about it as much as we do now. I would equally be so annoyed with alternative music if everyone was just a dick. So I get, I get it, I get it, and I, I respect it. Um, Haley Williams, do what you want, honey. If you want to burn down my house, do it. You've been through enough. And we are not going to be giving up on heavy music, despite the fact that we do get loads of shit in the scene. So so much more than anyone else. What's what's been your favourite? Way hate more that we've got. That we've got. Yeah, we get so many. Like because I think for um, alternative music is a very progressive place, but it's still got a lot more change to be made. And of all the podcasts I know of, um, which we love, we get so much more hate than everyone else. We like literally. It, I I don't want to give examples because it's going to sound like I'm calling people out or singling people out, but I just know that we can post the most metal post and it can be the exact same post another platform will post and the comment that got me was when we did something that wasn't we are quite you know we are quite quote unquote woke um we are awake Eyes we are open. awake but when we posted about like oh when you see someone else in a metal t-shirt and it's like oh cool you're a friend instantly because we we like the same band and someone were like i hate this woke bullshit it's like it's- how how is that what you, just our existence is therefore woke it's like we have made a conscious effort to make sure that our content is accessible to everyone so sometimes i'll post things and be like oh this is a very millennial post and then like or like a gen app not a gen alpha a boomer post right like it's a joke that they would laugh at and they get mad at us and i'm pretty sure it's just because it's like two non-white men talking about stuff and they don't respect. two non-white men two non-white men Oh, wait, no, we're not two non-white men. Two <laughs> non-white, non-men. We're men now? Oh, my God. Wait, wait, what? Thanks for letting me know, Yasmin. Oh, um, I can already feel the privilege. No, but I will say this, and this is something that I have to remind Sophie and myself all the time. You don't make change quietly. Like, the reason that there is so much hate um, and also so much love is because we're doing bits on the scene. No one does it like us. Do you know what? I'm going to take that further and say, I want to say thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast because you're helping us create an army of woke motherfuckers who are just woke for existing. And that includes all the dudes, all the straight dudes, all the straight and white dudes, all the women, all the non-binary people, all the queer people, all the straight people, like all of us together are creating something. And now I've been sweet enough, so I feel a little bit sick. So let's go through- I feel like I've been on holiday for a week and Sophie hasn't seen me, so we're just like being nice to each other, but let's get into the hate. It'll wear off by the end of of the podcast. Okay, 
Um, so Hayley Williams also posted a longer post and she said internet bros have been pressed by my proximity to rock music and all its subgenres since 2005 the only thing that's changed is the platform from which they spew their ignorance don't think for a second your favourite bands metal punk or otherwise endorse your weird incel ass lifestyle so many of these bands have stood side stage at our shows and treat us with respect why? because they aren't threatened by a strong woman front uh, they aren't threatened by a strong woman fronting a band in a completely different genre of music. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Hayley, Hayley, Literally, Hayley. yeah. Like, people will be like, oh, this insert deathcore band are way better than Paramount. And it's like, who? Th- there's no contest. They're a different genre. Yeah. How can you compare Metallica to Paramount? It's like, what the fuck? Anyway. Um, I, I don't, I don't understand. A band who have been trolled, and we all know that they've been trolled continuously for years, is Nickelback. And Never made it as a wise man. That's it. Interestingly, you know, we did our episode about why they're so hated. Yeah. I found an interview and they said that it was a TV trailer that was responsible for decades of trolling. So they spoke to KFC radio podcast. I don't know if to KFC have a radio station. Why like, did KFC is... have a podcast? Why are the chicken people talking to Nickelback? Like, that's the whole thing. I don't really understand, but it's that's, a thing. I mean, Slay, we love branding, good for their marketing team. But what what does Nickelback have to do with KFC? Whoever's doing their PR, congratulations. What a, what an amazing land you got there. Um, so they said, um, and they said that the cruel treatment goes back to the early 2000s and it was a Comedy Central show called Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn. Now, it's a panel show where guest comedians discuss current affairs. And he said, some comedian, I'm going to have to find out who the guy's name is so I can go bomb his house, makes this shitty crack about us and he's on Comedy Central. They took that and they put it in a commercial for that one show. And that played on Comedy Central for six months straight. This Nickelback show that starts the whole thing going and where it really started at that one moment. And then it started making its way into movies and we get all this stuff. And the drummer said that it got so frequent that people just ended up hating the band automatically. And he said it became an expectation. Um, Charlie, the drummer from Anthrax, came to our show about five or six years ago. I talked to him after and he was like, I thought I was supposed to hate Nickelback. No, Charlie, we all love Nickelback. Everyone they, loves Nickelback. Good. You're lying if you don't. Like, everyone's like, oh, I hate Nickelback, and then, never mind, and there's a wise man, and you all start singing along. If you tell me you hate Nickelback, but then you also say, I hate Creed, I hate Alter Bridge, I hate Shine Down, and if you tell me you hate all of those bands, then, okay, fine, maybe you hate Nickelback. But if you're if you're going to tell me you like all of those bands, and you, you've especially you've been to see them live, then I'm not buying it. I'm not buying what you're selling. You're talking Mm-mm. shit. I've Mm-mm. caught you out in your lie. Um, another one that we have here. Another one. Go on. Another one. Metallica. Poor Metallica. Like when Stranger Things popped off and like they blew up again for the like the hundredth time. So many people were so dumb about them. So me like it's so stupid. And then people like Gen Zs tried to start finding things that they could cancel them for. It was it was a whole thing. Um, you're like, mm, I'm one of those Gen Zs. Mm. Hi. No, I am. Um, I I thought it was a bit like. I feel like. I always say this. It, you can't compare art from like 40 years ago to today's standards. Like some things need to be left in the past. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like watching Rock of Love 
TV show from 2007 completely opened my eyes about, you know, this whole, uh, that seems like a pick me girl thing to do. Right. Right. Like, literally, we lived in a pick me girl culture. Ugh. That is the only we way. We lived in a s- pick me girl society. That was the only way to survive is to be like, I'm not like other girls. It was the only way that's to why survive. Hayley Williams wrote Misery Business, and that's why Avril Lavigne wrote Skater Boy, um, because it was it was or Girlfriend, sorry, because it was a pick me girl world. But that's it was, the only way you could survive. Exactly. That's and why so, I'm never mad at people who are like, oh, we should cancel Hayley Williams for writing Misery Business. We should cancel Avril Lavigne for writing Girlfriend. It's like, well, no. By the the time those songs came out, the only way you could be respected it if you acted like one of the guys it 100 and it's like oh i don't get on with women either i get on better with men that was the whole thing by the way you've just reminded me what my one of the comments that got under my skin the worst and i still think about it to this day when <laughs> did on. i launch when did i launch my tiktok like two what two years ago how long's this podcast been going uh, two years oh my god right so we posted a t- i posted a tiktok of all of us that i filmed um and it was like reacting to different songs do you know the song and like i was loving every song because i know it someone commented that one uh, about me that one seems a bit like a pick me girl ah! it always giving me pick me girl energy and I hadn't done anything. I was just enjoying the songs. And then so I responded and I went, I think I, I clapped back basically. And then they were like, oh no, I think you've misunderstood what pick me girl means and blah, blah, blah. And gaslit me. And then I apologised. You apologised for getting bullied, Sophie. Honey. I apologised. Honey. Like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, and I still think about that because it makes me so mad. Anyway, Metallica. Poor honey. Poor, poor. Oh, I just want to give you a hug sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, how did you get bullied by... How did you apologise for getting bullied by a hater? I was bullied all through school and this just... It just sums it up. It just takes me back. Um, anyway. <sighs> so there was bullies that went after Kirk Hammett who said that his guitar solo was boring that it's not hard to play and that's why they gave him shit and he said yeah my fucking friends down the street could probably play a better solo than Lux Turner but what's the point for me what's appropriate is playing for the song and playing in the moment 100% and then there's a great clap back here get him uh Jason Newstead who used to be the bassist in Metallica was chatting with Dean DeLary and he was talking about Lars Ulrich's drumming now Lars Ulrich has always been in the firing line everyone's always giving him shit but anyway yeah always and jason you said anybody that says that is a fucking idiot and they have no idea what they're talking about um and he said the the depth of that guy his foresight his comprehension of what the hell was going on when he was 21 22 23 seriously so if he can't play the same fill as dave lombardo or whoever the fuck you pick that day so what look at the scoreboard motherfucker do not talk shit about that guy. He's way ahead of you in most things. I promise you that. I promise you. And that is so meow, meow, true. Meow. I don't know what kind of gun that was, but anyway. Um, meow, meow, meow. Guns are illegal in the UK. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I just, I can't believe the way that people will be like, oh, I could do this better. Do it then. Literally do, do it. It's, it's a free world. You can go and start a band. You can go do what you want. Yeah, but will you? No. No. And will it succeed? Uh, No. So don't come for the biggest band in the world. Literally. How are you not embarrassed? How are you not embarrassed? (laughs) I would feel so embarrassed. I would get secondhand embarrassment if I 
said something to an artist and then they clapped back at me and was funnier, I'd be like, mm, time to delete my account. Have you ever, ever uh, in fact, we won't go into that because I know you have done it and I just know it probably didn't go well. So well, no, I, I know what you're going to ask. <laughs> and um, when I was a teenager, yeah, I probably did say some stuff like, oh, I missed it. Oh, bring me the horizon. Um, and then I grew up and I think that is a very healthy thing to do. Grow up. Grow the fuck up. Okay, David Draymond as well. He clapped back, not at people coming for him, but just at people in general, because he posted, um, if you have a problem with someone dark-skinned playing the role of a fantasy creature like Ariel, who was talking about the Little Mermaid, um, you're not really worried about keeping true to the original stories. You're just being a bigot. Yep. Yep. It's literally a made-up fucking fairy tale story. Why do you care? Yep, exactly. So David Draymond... um, I feel I love David Draymond and it's amazing how he is so lefty in what he's posted and spoken about over the years Mm. and yet he attracts such a right wing audience I know I know do you know what there was something that um, someone said in an old episode of you know that show where you swap partners and they were saying um, it was this British guy and he was saying there's nothing more dangerous than someone who's uneducated but overly opinionated Oh, and he was talking about um, certain countries where maybe people aren't living in the city parts, and yeah. it's so true. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't even th- like. I, uh, I just whenever stuff like this comes up, I'm like, it's there's a talking fish, um, and there's a magical a magical mermaid and a flying seagull that talks. At what point were you expecting it to be accurate to a, a real life? Like, what mermaids do you know? Name me five mermaids that you know. A hundred percent. And it's like, you haven't had an issue with it in the past. Like, all the other films you had where someone was the wrong race playing a different character, you didn't have a problem with it then. I know. So, I it's know. a whole thing. It's a whole thing. When it comes to people clapping back, I think the king has to be Wolfgang Van Halen really the king the king go on i need to hear this now i love him because just and i don't even his music isn't my normal kind of music but i just love how much he claps back so basically someone tweeted to wolfgang van halen and said if a person wants to make a name for themselves, they wouldn't take advantage of their famous father's last name and band name. His father and uncle didn't have that. Everyone in the band didn't have that. Matter of fact. Because he's called Wolfgang Van Halen. So this person is angry that he's calling himself Van Halen. So he clapped back and he went, Van Halen is literally my fucking name, you grape. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a good insult. But you grape. The, you grape. Um, and so he continued that on and he said, that good old American rock and roll you love so much was written by a Dutch immigrant named Edward Ludwig Van Halen. Not some dude changing his name to sound cool and rock and roll and shit. And then later, he changed his Twitter handle to Wolfgang Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Just to have a little bit of fun with it. How much do you love that? I love that. Wolfgang Van Zeppelin. 
I mean, what the hell? Like, it's literally a surname because it's not like it was a made-up name. That's his name. That's his That's legal his, name. His name. Yeah. That is his government name. <laughs> and how dare you call yourself by your government name? How dare you? Disgusting. How dare you? Grow up. <laughs> I hate. I hate the fact as well that people seem to go on his page to try and educate him about what his father would have wanted. Oh, it pisses me off. I'm like, oh, were you there when when his dad was alive? Did did are you from his dad's nuts? No, you don't. When know. his dad was dying on his deathbed, and Wolfgang was talking to him and playing him his music and all of that kind of stuff, and his dad was giving him like his thoughts and feedback and all of that. You don't think that maybe his dad would have told him if he wanted something else? He literally grew up with his dad. For, like I. I could never wrap my my mind around that stuff. It happens with um, a bit similar, but like architects all the time. People give them shit because um, obviously their guitarist Tom passed away, and his brother Dan is still in the band. And people say, "Oh, Tom would have wanted this." You know, I think his fucking brother, his twin brother, knows what he would have wanted. Not you, some random stranger. I, do you know what I mean? It's like, shut up, you grape. <laughs> Shut up, you grape. That's what I'm going to start saying to people now when they piss me off. Shut up, you fucking grape. You fucking grape. I don't even know what that insult means, but it's so good. Speaking of architects, um, did you do you remember like back in February of this year, 2023, um, when they had that incident in I think it was Australia where like someone oh God, came yeah. on stage and was like, "Play the old songs." Wah, 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 wah. Oh God, that's so, um, awful. It was it was bad. So um. On February the 17th, uh, a heckler rushed on stage and attempted to assault the guitarist, Josh Middleton. Um, so this is reported by NME. Uh, according to the several attendees on social media, the band were four songs into their set performing These Colours Don't Run from twel- 2012's Daybreak, Daybreaker, excuse me, fake architects fan, um, when this man rushed on stage and like was shouting in their face and like tried to tackle the guitarist. It was crazy. But... um. Sam addressed it and said, uh, basically, you know, this isn't a game. This is this is our lives. You know, don't don't come up on stage and assault people at their jobs. First off, but then he said this, and it absolutely floored me. Right, it completely summarizes people who think they know a band better than the band. He said, the other fucking thing is when he was on the floor screaming in my fucking face, telling me to respect Tom and play some fucking old songs. I'll tell you what. We were just playing the fucking oldest song in our set. You stupid fuck. (laughs) Oh my God. It's like, play the old songs. They are, you idiot. You idiot. You grape. You fucking grape. (laughs) Play these colours, don't run. They they are. The guitar is coming in right now, you fucking idiot. Oh my God. Like, that's just because a band changed. Do you know what? There was, I'll never forget. There was one post. Someone commented... I think it was when um, he wore when Sam Carter wore eyeliner. Oh, I loved that music video. And and then someone commented some bullshit. At, uh, like I can't even remember what it was. And I remember Sam Carter, Carter commented, "Peace and love, yeah, right," or something like that. And I went through to this guy's um, page, and he was like this meditation guy, and he had a girlfriend, and they were all like peace and love, spreading spreading love <laughs> throughout the globe, and it was like, what the fuck? Do you know what's not peace and love? Being a fucking hater. Are you joking? Yeah, that was um, 
think it was like gearing up for their latest album, Classic Symptoms of a Broken Spirit. Yeah. They did some music videos for some of the singles off that album, and Sam uh, has been experimenting with more makeup and fashion, and uh, people have been giving him shit, like old metalheads. Even though the thing is, like their band have continuously been outspoken for like a good five years of like, don't be a fucking gatekeeper, don't listen to our band if you're a gatekeeper, we don't want you. And people still are attracted to them, despite the fact that they're like, we don't fucking like you. It's weird because it's like, it's not even old people. It's people in their late 20s, mid to mid 30s. Like Millennials. Is, Millen- is, I know, it's us. We really suck. We yes. really suck. Um, okay, so another one, Rob Flynn. Oh, what a man. So, Rob Flynn, the vocalist of Machine Head, in the wake of the far-right militia members, white supremacists and QAnon conspiracy theorists storming Washington's DC capital, and that was in support of outgoing President Donald Trump and his discredited claims, the result of the 2020 US elections were fraudulent, all of that happening. Mm-hmm. Flynn that's year, posted... 2022? That's the one. Uh, Flynn posted a really scathing poem titled Vomitous Creatures and Cretins on Instagram. Now, he received so much hate. And he's got death threats made against his family, um, all sorts. It was, it was, they they started threatening his kids. And he responded and he went, the second people start threatening my wife and my kids, you've crossed the line, a line I will never, ever accept. Don't believe me? Fucking bring it. And he went, consider this a warning. insane. He like he posted some of the some of the comments he was getting, and he was getting things like "Rob Flynn, you are such a puke. I hope your kids get cancer." Oh my god! Um, you should vomit on your mum's face for giving birth to you to your sorry ass, Rob. Um, die faggot bitch. I go fuck yourself, you piece of no talent shit pussy. I I I'm absolutely speechless. What the fuck? That is horrific some of the comments that he was getting um and he said i've literally dealt with this for 30 years before it was mail and handwritten letters then it was emails and message boards and now it's dms and the comment section just so we're crystal clear i'm not going anywhere unreal uh, that's all the do you know what's crazy though i didn't realize like there were like a few alternative musicians who like stormed the capital and you can google this by the way i won't say their names but like there was some who got arrested who were like making metal music. So like the crossover between the right wing and alternative music is kind of scary. It's kind of terrifying. Rob Flynn, Whee! that's not the only time he stood up to trolls either. Oh, of course he didn't because he's a legend. One of the most stupid controversies that's ever happened on the internet was a photo that someone took at Warp Tour and it was a shot of Black Veil Brides using dummy amp cabinets. So you know those big speakers they have on stage? Um, the back of them was hollow. And okay. it says dummy in it. Right. And so someone thought they'd, they were really spilling the tea by posting that. And so El Paso, Texas-based radio station 95.5 FM QLAQ, they chose to go to the effort to post it on their website and black, it was like a whole thing. Black Veil Brides getting called out by the drummer for the Bronx for having fake cabs on the Warp Tour early this month. Um, and then somebody at the station 
thought they were really clever and decided to call out Machine Head for having fake amps too as part oh, of wow. it. Oh, wow. Now, what they didn't realise is this was a practice that's been super common going back to the days of Van Halen and ACDC. Like, this is a thing. And so... <laughs> why call out rob flynn from machine head of all the artists so he came forward and he said when rob halford of judas priest rides his harley through a swinging gate of marshall stacks guess what those are dummies too in fact the only dummy here is the one taking pictures taking liberties while standing on our stage as our uninvited guest and right and writing up the controversial scoop and then tweeting it and facebooking about it how about calling out someone for something that really matters instead of bands who are only helping people escape for a little while and then really back right because at this time black veil brides were kind of hated by the metal industry yeah and rob flynn went for the record it was bad right and rob flynn went for the record machine head back any band that uses dummy cabs in hopes of giving their fans a better, more impressive show. That includes Black Veil Brides, who, like many young musicians and Machine Head, use director PA amp modelling gear like Fractals and Kempers. At least Black Veil Brides are playing their instruments and not waving their hands along to a fucking laptop. Oh! Ooh! Ooh! Rob Flynn. And so then he defended Black Veil Brides. The laptops! Like- the laptops! Woo! Don't you, I mean, don't you step on that's stage whole... with a MacBook around that man. No. Do you know what? Everyone uses laptops now, but that's a whole oh, different I, side I thing. Know. We but... use laptops. What do you want? What do you mean? If we were to DJ. Oh, for DJing. Yeah, no, but people use laptops to cue all of their sounds and blah, blah, blah. It's a whole thing. Um, oh, so people I know use... nothing about live music. I've got to be honest. Yeah, so when, when whenever a band has like um, those big instrumental... Like those big dancey vibes, they're always using laptops to cue yeah, and trigger all of that fun. kind of stuff. It gives the energy but most bands are also a lot of bands mime as well. That's a thing. But they're like singing along to their own tracks. All the backing vocals and things like that are all triggered on laptop. It's a whole thing. But anyway, I didn't know that interesting. Rob Flynn standing up for Black Veil Brides is like one of the most epic moments in in the history of metal music. I fucking love that so much. I oh oh. Speaking of, um, I forgot about this, and then as we're talking about this, it, it like sprung to my mind. So um, Dave Grohl of Foo Fighters has yes. two daughters. He has one called Violet, um, and I think the other one's Fiona. I could be wrong. Imagine if I'm wrong. That's going to be so embarrassing. No, Harper. Where did I get Fiona from? Shrek? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I... That's so random. Anyway, it's he's very on brand, though. You didn't know, so you just made it up. Yeah, it, he, he's got Viola May Grohl and Harper Willow Grohl. Um, and <laughs> Violet, his daughter, recently tweeted saying, I'm blocking everyone that tags me in thirst edits of my dad made by a 14-year-old from now on. Oh, that is... How old is she? She is... That is so wrong imagine that right imagine you're growing she's 17 up. years old she's 17 and you're and everyone's tagging you in thirst traps of your dad of your dad of your dad no it's not okay it's not stop it <laughs> get off the internet okay. stop that imagine it's not like, okay oh, let me log on to twitter today oh. let me see what everyone's doing oh what's this thing someone's tagged me in and it's just like half naked photos of her dad with some like backing track 
stop that stop that immediately you can make those just don't tag her in but then there was a trend make them enjoy them don't tag his fucking daughter in them there was a trend on tiktok though that made me really really uncomfortable and it was when people were like showing themselves and then showing their parents and where they came from and it was like a thirst trap Oh yeah, it's about awkward. It's weird. Like, why weird. are you sexualizing your parents, you freaks? Don't show off that your parents were hot. Yeah, like, it's like it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's so weird. It's weird. Speaking of um of children of musicians uh, clapping back, we talked about this on the podcast. Do you remember when Tyler Bennington, Chester Bennington's yes. son, clapped back at conspiracy theorists on TikTok who were just being batshit insane absolutely because he uses his platform he's 17 years old and he uses it for mental health and raising awareness of depression and on what would have been his father's 47th birthday someone wrote um someone like people start coming forward and giving all of these like theories about how chester didn't kill himself yeah so um someone commented on his video saying your dad didn't kill himself Ugh. Uh, adding he was doing good in the world and they didn't like it to which he responded saying uh this is the bullshit i will not be dealing with on my page this person is getting blocked i'm a child this is inappropriate to comment on my post and anybody's posts for that matter oh absolutely disgusting like i people on the internet just i don't understand them i don't understand he even added saying um there's no evidence to any of these theories that have been made. They are all just vain attempts to sensationalize and make what really is a tragedy a big story. Get a life. Boom, boom, boom. Get a I'm boy. I'm just sorry that he has to do that because it's just, it's just not right. It's not right that he's having to do that. He's so young. It's just disgusting. I know. I know. It's it is sad. He um he finished the the end of that though with saying this is the only video I will post like this for any comments like this I reserve the right to mock and ridicule you bla- ridicule ridicule you back before blocking you which I think is valid. I think if people are yeah. going to comment stupid shit, he should be able to make fun of them. Yeah. I remember I commented on it cuz it really upset me, so I commented on it and I was like, "Hey, just know that for that for every one person there's literally millions of us from across the globe who support you and feel for you and i hope don't let these people get to you or something like that um and it got those likes but anyway last stories uh jack white had do you remember when meg white this this journalist c- called her out about her drumming a journalist no called Lachlan, oh no lachlan Marque said described her as a terrible musician and said that the band would have been better without her shitty percussion. He tweeted it. Um, Jesus Christ. Why would you... T- when was this? This was like maybe last year. He said, the tragedy of the White Stripes is how great they would have been with a half-decent drummer. Yeah, yeah, I've heard all of the but it's carefully crafted sound, man, takes. I'm sorry, Meg White was terrible and no band is better for having a shitty percussionist. I mean... That's... The music industry came for him i like, remember this he must have regretted he had to apologize and take it back and what was really cool is jack white posted like this poem okay. um, and it was like 
To be born in another time, any era but our own would have been fine. A hundred years from now, a thousand years from now, some other distant, different time. One without demons, cowards and vampires out for blood. One with the positive inspiration to foster what is good. And emptied, and it goes on, basically. Um, and it's just basically about how the world is shit these days. It is shit. I, oh, oh. you uh, couldn't pay me to type something like that. I, uh, I'll never understand. What was the journalist thinking? I know, you're a journalist. You should know better. You've studied this. That is just pure That's arrogance. your job, girl. Exactly. That's your job. And it was trolls that made Corey Taylor quit social media, um, which is really sad. And even David Draymond quit social media for a while, but he's back now. Oh, still, social media is not a fun place. Speaking of, I um, this is like perfect segue. Courtney LaPlante gets so much shit on oh, social God. media. So yes. much shit. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm so convinced it's because she's a woman in metal. But um, people will comment the most absurd shit. I remember there was a comment that was like, um, you know, Spirit Box is a good band, but I go to metal shows to avoid some chick moving on stage. It just reminds me of a pop show too much. And it's like, okay. But then she clapped back and said, while my big ass shakes and jangles, your little ass quivers in fear. Oof! Say it. Bow, 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 bow. Say it. Oh my gosh, who gets offended that the singer's having a nice time and dancing? It's like, eh? like I she's just she's just shaking a little booty. And also, like, headbanging is fun and it's great and yeah, get into it. But your neck hurts after a while. And if you pretend it doesn't, you're a liar. I'm trying to think. There must be uh, male bands whose frontman dancers. And I can't think of one right now. But if you can think of one, please send it to us. That is absolute bullshit. I know. People on social media are just insane they are um but then bands have also been trolls over the years as well and i love it when bands troll um depending on what kind of trolling it is some some are offensive some are hilarious so for example we've got uh gene simmons who's constantly trolling we can definitely see that oh Ronnie my god radke is another troll um nirvana, nirvana even trolled back in the day they were asked to um mime their instruments on a, a performance on top of the pops yeah and so they were so pissed off about that, they played in a ridiculous way, so you could see that they were miming. And um, and they played the wrong instruments. And they played the wrong instruments. And also, um, Kurt Cobain sang like an octave lower, just to troll. Yeah, yeah. It's good times. But that's hilarious. good trolling. That is good trolling. And Limp Biscuit have always been trolls throughout the scene, even with the more recent dad vibes. I love it, though. I love the dad vibe. I love that they're embracing that. Kerry King from Slayer said that it was so offensive. He hated Limp Bizkit so much it made, nearly made him quit music. Really? <laughs> yeah, because he was like, what the fuck is happening to rock music? Um, and he was like, I need to quit. This is shit. Uh, but he didn't. <sighs> so at the end of all of those, I did some research, Yasmin, into why people troll. Okay. And so it's been really interesting looking into it because it's something that I find just confusing to be completely honest like why would people do this mm. well, um, why would you waste precious time yeah exactly so trolls score higher on the cognitive empathy so that means intellectually they understand other people's emotions which means they know how to make them suffer but they score really low on effective empathy so they don't feel others pain so when they hurt you they don't care and I think we all know people like that, right? 
who they can understand how to manipulate people but they don't really care i think that's so interesting because when you think about it like they know what they're doing consciously which is insane yeah and this is this is from research um this is from an article that was in style on stylist online and it's just really interesting that to think that that's why they do it the other thing i read is that the reason they do it is because it's a great vehicle for them to get attention and they don't care what kind of attention they get they just want any attention so um dr kalanit benari said their comments often spark attention from others so it can give them the illusion of being important and this sense of importance and center of attention usually compensates for how they really feel in their life and that's why they tend to focus their efforts where they will most go noticed by lashing out at high profile people that's insane isn't that interesting and there's something else that came up is that when it does come to gender it does tend to be men more than women and the reason why is and it was a study that was published in the journal of computers in human behavior one explanation might be that as a result of stereotypes characteristics such as competitiveness assertiveness need for achievement and dominance tend to be encouraged in the socialization of men and punished in women isn't that interesting and that's i mean that's how we get andrew tate right that's insane and so because they're brought up with that need to be that you're supposed to be important that's how you matter and it can do this is why feminism is for everybody because the patriarchy hurts everybody so it says here what should you do with trolls and it's interesting because both dave mustaine and andy bursak andy bursak said he'd unblocked all of the trolls on his social media accounts bursak be a sack. Are you, are you out of your mind right now? You Andy, be a sack. Oh my God, poser! <laughs> You're just poser! so happy. I interviewed them. Yes, that's I. Be a sack. Listen, I can't get over this. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, Andy, be a sack. Then, um, I just got lazy with my eyes. Anyway, he said that he's actually unblocked all of the trolls on his instagram that he's blocked because he thinks that trolls just need love that's so sweet i wish i could be like that that's so sweet and so dave mustaine thought the same thing and so he's trying he says that they just need some frustration um but according to this article should we ignore them entirely it says it all comes back to the same thing trolls want attention and refusing to get angry frustrated or uncomfortable at least publicly is the best way to deny them this. You should absolutely ignore them, says Ben Ari, as any reaction will give them their needed attention or pleasure. That's so, so there we go. There we go. So that's, that is words of wisdom from a psychologist of how to deal with trolls online. I think that should be the words of the wisdom for the episode because I don't have anything yeah. wise to say. No, I think that's good words of wisdom for the episode. Um, it's really hard to do, though, because I always want to clap back at people who post shit at us. I do, too. I really do. Because I'm like, fuck you. I know more about metal than you will ever know. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I love it. But you can't do that. You can't do that. So, Sophie, if people would like to not clap back at us, but spread positivity on our social medias, where can they do that? Please spread positivity. Um, it's We Wear Black Pod 
on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. And you can spread positivity or hate. I find both quite interesting. At Yasmin Suman X on everything. Please be nice to me. It's at I am Sophie K. I'm going to start getting back into doing social media because I've been off it for quite a few months because I got so upset by some posts. Not upset. I just was like, fuck this. And so I haven't posted in ages. So I'm going to get back to it. Okay. Slay. Slay. Everyone <laughs> make Sophie, bully Sophie into doing it. No, don't bully me. The whole point was not to bully me. Everyone positively enforced Sophie to get back on social media. Oh my god, it didn't take long. How long has this taken? They set a whole episode, like half an hour, <laughs> to become to become this again. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.